with The Daily Princetonian, I'm Kerry Liang. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover an upcoming special issue on the pandemic, a security camera announcement from the university, the results of a years-long DOJ investigation into the Louisville police, a proposed tax increase on the wealthy, and the latest in the Ukrainian war. It's Friday, March 10th. Next week, The Prince is publishing a special retrospective issue on the COVID-19 pandemic three years after students were sent home. To explore the intent behind the issue, head podcast editor Eden Tashoma sat down with editor-in-chief Rohit Narayanan. So there's an issue coming out sometime next week, looking back at the start of the pandemic. Could you tell us why this issue now? Absolutely. So you might think three years since... March 2020, when all Princeton students were sent home. Isn't that an odd anniversary to commemorate? But I think what's important about the COVID-19 pandemic is what a major moment in our collective history it was. You just have to look at our own pages to see how much it dominated student life, how much it changed student life. And three years now, we're just one year out from Princeton removing its classroom mask mandate. It's a time to look back and reflect and take advantage of the institutional memory at a time when the last class that was still on campus in March 2020 is still around, but only a few months away from graduation. I think we have an opportunity to do something here in giving the historical context and also mapping out in a very short term how our campus has changed since the beginning of the pandemic. And there have been major changes. Can you give us a preview of what we can expect in the issue? Absolutely. So we're looking definitely at the history to some extent, but also how COVID has changed campus from a number of different lenses. We've looked at the disease itself through the number of students who have had COVID-19. We've looked at the impact of admissions through debates on whether or not the SAT policy should change. And we've looked at the impact on academics through impacts on course reviews. We've also looked at the impacts on extracurriculars and how some of those have adapted, evolved, and how some have struggled in the follow-up to the pandemic. We have also looked at the impacts on technology from the pandemic. And this is one that's particularly interesting to me, I'd say. Like, a lot of Princeton students today find it very interesting to note that just three years ago, some problem sets were submitted by dropping them in a folder in the e-quad. And today, like, that's just not what we're looking at. And it's important that we mark some of those things out. There was a lot of exciting content, some personal, some opinionated, and we're also obviously looking at the impact of the time and what some people chose to do during that time. Great, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Eden. On Wednesday, a security email was sent out to students and faculty at Princeton with an update on camera installations onto the exterior of all dorm buildings. In the email, the university claimed that cameras will only be placed on the exterior of buildings not in students' personal and common spaces. The security cameras will not record audio and will only be utilized for the purpose of investigating reported incidents. You can expect to see fully furnished security cameras by the upcoming fall semester. In national news, on Wednesday, the US Department of Justice released the findings of a years-long investigation into the Louisville Metro Police Department after the killing of Breonna Taylor. The report levied accusations of racist and abusive conduct by Louisville police, saying they practiced a, quote, aggressive style of policing, end quote, especially against black residents. Some examples of aggressive policing cited in the report include the unjustified use of neck restraints, police dogs, and tasers. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced the results of the investigation, saying, quote, this conduct is unacceptable. It is heartbreaking. And continuing with, quote, it is an affront to the people of Louisville who deserve better. 
The DOJ suggested Taylor's death was part of a larger systemic issue. After the release of the report, Louisville Mayor Craig Greenberg vowed to work with other city officials to quote, correct the mistakes of the past, and LMPD Interim Police Chief Jacqueline Gwynne Villarol expressed the department's commitment to working towards the goals outlined in the report. Yesterday, President Joe Biden announced a proposal for tax increases on U.S. corporations, investors, and the wealthiest Americans in a speech in Philadelphia. The tax increase is part of a budget plan that would reduce the federal deficit by around $3 trillion over the next decade. The proposed tax raises include a 25% minimum tax for billionaires, a 28% corporate tax rate, and a doubling of the tax rate on foreign earnings to 21% on U.S. multinationals. With Republican control of the House of Representatives, it is likely the budget will not become law, but it may be a move to lay out President Biden's economic vision for the country ahead of his expected 2024 presidential run. In international news, Russia fired hypersonic missiles this past week on Ukraine for the first time since the early months of the conflict. This was the largest barrage of missiles since January, killing at least nine people. Europe's largest nuclear power plant in Zaporizhia shut down power this week after experiencing strikes that cut off the link between the facility and Ukraine's power system. The spokesperson for the Ukraine Air Force said, quote, This was a major attack and for the first time with so many different types of missiles. Tomorrow, expect rain and wind throughout the day with a high of 48 degrees and a low of 35 degrees. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Eden Tashoma and Alyssa Lloyd, sound engineered by Eden Tashoma, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Carol Liang. Have a wonderful day.